semi-finals, Ballon versus Mount Leinster Rangers, with thanks to Dan Morrissey & Co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com. Welcome back to Netwatch Cullen Park for the second of today's JJ Cavan and Sons Senior Hurling Championship semi-finals. Ballon taking on St Mullins. Terence, we got a shock in the first game. Could we get a shock in the second game? Yeah, it's always a possibility. Like you know, the first day they played here, they played here well, probably about three weeks ago, and Ballon ran into a two ninety-four points lead at halftime. One score from St Mullins in thirty minutes. So nothing to say we can't get a shock, but I'm just saying a lot of people think it's going to be much much closer. And uh, James Dyle doesn't start for St Mullins either. Back from his honeymoon, probably missed two or three weeks training. Like you know, but listen, he's there on the but uh, you know I said anything can happen like Ballon Killen on their own lark are, are absolutely buzzing at the present time and uh, just speaking with some of the people that have massive belief in themselves well what about that first game Mount Leinster Rangers beating 218 to 118 by Bagnall's Town Gales I just spoke to Gavin Nolan the manager and Craig Doyle a very experienced forward who guided them through those interviews we'll play a little bit later on we'll also put them up on the website if you're a Bagnall's Town fan and you want to listen back to that one if you're sitting into the car right now you can do so on scoreline.ie although I imagine a lot of Bagnall's Town people are staying around for this second game Ballonkillen against St Mullins let's go through the teams uh, Terence you've obviously already confirmed that James Doyle doesn't start but I'll go through the Ballon Killen team first Thomas Dowling's in gold and it's Sean Brennan Dion Wall and Michael Ryan David English the centre back Eric English and Owen Kavanagh are the wing backs Kevin Kavanagh and Cormac Lomax are in midfield and it's Patrick Hines Sean Murphy and Patrick Kavanagh Connor Tracy Jack Tracy and Kieran Whelan are the full forward line I was doing the interview, so I missed any late changes. So, Terence, you can correct me afterwards uh, if there is late changes. Well, For St Mullins, Kevin Kyo is in gold, and it's Jordan, John Doran, Paul Doyle, and Cahill Connolly, Paddy O'Shea, Michael Walsh, and Jer Cody at the halfbacks. Jack Kavanagh and Oshin Boland are in midfield. Jason O'Neill and Connor Kyo are 10 and 11. James Doyle doesn't start. Philip Connors, Paddy Boland, and John Doyle are the full forward line. Who starts for James Doyle? Well, listen, maybe I'm stand to be corrected. Uh, the reason being there's a James Dial here in the subs mm-hmm. and in fact, I, in fact I am wrong because Michael Kehoe came up to me he said to me like that there's no change in the team and I just see James Dial here in the subs and said he's not starting but there is a James Dial wing forward so I presume I am completely wrong when James <laughs> Dial is starting it happens it happens anyway two James Dials and there was two James Dials on the team last night in the intermediate team also so there you are now there you are ok one Kilkenny man has already guided a Carlo team to a Carlo final today I think either way we'll have a Kilkenny man against the Kilkenny man in the final because Morris Aylward is in charge of St Mullins and Owen Larkin is in charge of Ballon Killen Morris Aylward who's enjoyed success with uh, other clubs in the past as well yeah he's definitely in more direction I think is he O'Sheen I think I, I, I'm not sure exactly where he's from but I know he, he coached Shamrocks as well Shamrocks who lost to Clara today in the league in Kilkenny but um, it is a loss they can recover from but in Kilkenny and Carlo you just don't take it for granted I've always said to people I love the Kilkenny system you could win it just as easily as you could be relegated well it's true like you know for Rangers I said they have been kind of part and parcel of the scene they've only missed one final since the Wonder first in 2006 that was in 2015 after being in Croke yep. Park they were the followed the 2015 finals between Navon and St Mullins but we're on the way here Oshin we are indeed St Mullins wearing green Ballon Killen in that kind of um Ro- would you say royal blue either way it's blue with the uh, yellow stripe across the chest they win the possession getting it there is the wing back Eric English he's inside his own 65 he fumbles and lets it go Jer Cody snaffles it up between the 65s just under the stand Jer Cody off the woodwork it's pulled oh, out and it's gone in a 
And we've got an early goal, and it's St. Mullins who get it with 25 seconds gone. Paddy Boland getting under it as it hit off the woodwork, dropped to him. He, it bounced, he hit it on the half volley and smashed it home. Yeah, crack and score, like I said, the ball dropped in. Jer Cody sent in the long ball from the half back line that kind of hobbled off the, off the top of the post. Paddy Boland was alert, and the ball is in the net. He really was alert. Now, I will say, and this is good news for Ballon Killen. In the last game, Bagnallstown conceded a goal early enough as well. I think it was in the first minute, certainly within the first two minutes. And they recovered. Trying to recover quickly here is Kieran Whelan having dropped the ball just inside the 65. Um, Ballon Killen playing into the Dublin Road end. St Mullins playing into the Sugar Factory end. It's left behind by Paddy O'Shea, but he does get it up. Paddy O'Shea being chased by Hines. Paddy O'Shea gets it backwards to Michael Walsh, who miscues his clearance. It's intercepted by Oshin Bolander. I beg your pardon, Cormac Lomax, but Cormac Lomax couldn't get it first time. Has left it off for Sean Murphy, who roams forward. Sean Murphy lets one go inside the 65. Sean Murphy with a monster score. What a point that was from the Ballonkillen man. They're playing in blue and gold, and that was a golden moment. One point Ballonkillen, one goal uh, St Mullins, and we've got a minute and a half gone. Yeah, yeah this is a player I really love watching. I said, as I said to Brendan, we asked how to say anything about there's no detours with Sean. No. You know, so just straight through, like, you know, he's very, very pacey, so he is, but like, you know, St. Mullins are on the attack. Motherwell 1 0 up against St. Mirren in the Scottish Premier League. Motherwell beaten by Sligo Rovers in the Conference League during the uh, week. Brilliant defence by Ballon Killen. Kevin Kavanagh has it between the 20 metre line and the 45. Hits it long, but standing under it was Jer Cody. Jer Cody, who took the shot that hit off the woodwork that was eventually sent into the net by Paddy Boland. Jack Kavanagh releases one just shy of the 65. Jack Kavanagh hits it wide. A first wide of the game for St Mullins. Two minutes gone. St Mullins a goal. Ballon Killen a point. Yeah, Jack. Jack, one of the older players on the team. He was on the county team. I don't know. Probably he's, I think he played about 15 years for the county. Like, you know, he's an exceptional hurler, so he is. Waterford FC 3-2 up against St. Patrick's Athletic in the Cup. Quintara with the goal after 42 minutes to put them 3-2 up in a belter of a game. Cormac Lomax takes it inside the 65. Ball on stick, runs up inside the St. Mullins half, dances past the defender, swats a hand pass forward towards the... 45 and it's taken very well there by Patrick Walsh who gets it inside to uh, David English David English looking for options gets outside to Jack Tracy Jack Tracy ball and stick up towards the 45 scoops it over the defender that's Jer Cody Jack Tracy still going and then he just leaves it behind and unfortunately for him they run out of pitch and it's a line ball to St Mullins on the 45 yeah listen it's easy to be critical like you know but he should learn from that like you don't try to stick a ball over a player's head as he's coming towards you as I said because St Mullins had about four players back and you know he's going to have to go learn the price so it's a it's a John Dorden clearing it for St Mullins now that's a half time between Waterford and St Pat's 3-2 at half time in that game in Richmond Park St Mullins have the ball back between yeah. the 65s that's a foul by Ke- Kevin Kavanagh and it's James Doyle who wins the free it's the James Doyle as I said James back from his honeymoon they still let himself wish him many years of health and happiness but you know James Doyle is a cracking hurler playing wing forward we're in number 12 yep. position but I was confused because there's another James Doyle I was subs. talking to Paddy Joe Ryan a former Waterford chairman uh, a couple of weeks ago and he was talking to a guy who was about to get married and he said well you can't be happy all your life it has to end sometime that's just <laughs> true like you know he has a point James Doyle standing I'm joking of course James Doyle standing <laughs> between the 65s on a sunny day it's going to drop inside the square they have to be careful here Ballon Killen and they are that's a fantastic catch slotted out to Eric English he's on the 20 metre line Eric English with a good stick pass to Cormac Lomax who turns his man oh that's a lovely little use of the yeah. stick there by Connor Kyo took it off the stick of Lomax and it's out for a line ball to Ballon Killen between the 45 and the 65 inside their own half but 
had he been allowed to run forward there he well, he didn't have yeah, a free shot a... but he would have gained ground and there was a lot of space to run into so it was really good defence from Connor Kill. Yeah, the Connor. line ball isn't struck particularly well by Eric English St Mullins go long inside chasing out after it as Michael Ryan he's wearing number 4 but he is the full back at the moment he kicks it out over to the sideline and it's a line ball to St Mullins between the 20 and the 45 inside the Ballinkillen half on the terrace side yeah. a, a sunshine bedecked terrace today yeah in fact James I was going to take a rushed uh, sideline cut there but listen he has he has left it to Jason O'Neill and uh, Jason O'Neill is one of the younger players I remember him here three years ago getting the winning score against Rangers and uh, this is a good chap this young Jason O'Neill he lives here he lives going into St. Moran's but he's the young lad after having a very good season Closer to the 45 than the 20. Chips it. It's batted away by a defender, but it's collected by a green jersey. Comes out to Connor Kyo. Tries to weave his way through. Has a shot. Blocked by a defender. Rebounds around. And Lomax picks it up. That was really good swarm defending, if I can put it that way, by Ballinkillen. Five yeah. minutes gone in the second semi-final. Live on KC Lower with thanks to Dan Morrissey and co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. See Dan Morrissey and co.com it's one goal St Mullins one point Ballinkillen yes a long delivery from the goalie from the free and it's a great catch inside by Jack Tracy who lets one go from just inside the 45 took it on the wing moved his way inside released the shot and gets a second point of the game a second from play from Ballinkillen one between them five and a half minutes gone yeah Shawnee Murphy getting the first one from the centre forward position Jack getting the second one from the forward position but they're on the attack again but broken up by Paul Dyle St Mullins on the counter-attack lots of action and Carlo and Kilkenny today will have the score from that Glenmore game very shortly they're playing James Stevens, taking too many steps there with Conor Keogh it's a free out to Ballinkillen in or around their own 45 yeah one of the the new kids on the block Conor Keogh this is an excellent hurler so he is like you know a son of Mahi he was on the team of the year in goal many many years ago when they picked the team of the century but I'm just saying that Conor is an excellent hurler so he is and uh, he took too many steps this time and David English the man from Seskin Ryan is going to be the one to take this free latest score James Stevens 13 points Glenmore 115 that's a 5 point gap Glenmore leading in that game we brought you some scores earlier on we'll run back through them when there's a stoppage if there's a stoppage very often in hurling there isn't the free will be taken by David English he's between the 45 and the 65 metres off the stand and he's at a tight angle he goes long it's going to drop inside the square keeper got up to it Kevin Kyo, a vastly experienced keeper bounced it out to uh, Paddy O'Shea who was running after it beats him and it's a line ball to Ballinkillen inside the St Mullins 45 well just outside on the terrace side yeah tricky ball dropping in but the guard and guard O'Shea on the goal line arrested that ball sent it out but listen <laughs> tripled out over the line and it's going to be taken by Kieran young, uh, young Kieran Whelan Kieran has been one of the bright lights of uh, Ballinkillen hurling well for many years like, but he was injured for a lot of last year along with his brother Shawnee but he's on the ball now lads Kieran Whelan's attempted dipping ball clipped off a helmet it rolls up towards the D St Mullins trying to get jerseys around it Sean Murphy as you say he only knows one way and wins a free in because it was a chop down as he went to collect it with the stick and it'll be an easy score for Ballinkillen and an equalising score after seven minutes yeah it should be it should be up and up Kieran's alley like you know but Sean Murphy's one of those players like him more as he's an accomplished uh, hurler like he's a brilliant footballer also I'm just saying this dual star he's a cracking hurler so he is but this should be tough this should be just he's unbelievable enough. isn't he this should be simple enough for a young Kieran. I've marked in so have and it's swung over by Kieran Whelan so now three Ballinkillen players have scored three points seven minutes and 42 on the clock one goal St Mullins three points Ballinkillen 
Yeah, listen, like it's a good start to the match. Like, you know, St. Mons got off to the early start. Paddy, Paddy Boland took advantage of the ball to come off the post and crashed it to the back of the net. But uh, Ballon Killen are back in the game big time since. Ball falls kindly for Jack Tracy inside the 65. Tries to weave past the defender. Maybe he should have gone for the shot. Now stick passes it to Sean Murphy. Murphy, while jumping, has a shot from outside the 45. Sean Murphy hits it over the bar. His second. He's a dual star, all right. Four points, Ballon Killen. One point, St. Mullins. Eight minutes gone. One goal, St. Mullins. I beg your pardon. Yeah, the farmer from the the Fenny area, like, you know, he... As I said, he is a cracking hurler, so he is like, you know, and he took that score so well. Well, he's been doing it for years. Most people outside of Carlow will remember him for his performance against Dublin in the Leinster Championship when he got man of the match, but didn't want to do an interview because he didn't win the game. Here's James Doyle coming up to the 20-metre line. Mullins down by one. He goes to take a shot. He looks like he's pushed, and it's a free in. Yeah, he seems to be fairly lively, like, you know, the honeymoon didn't wear him out anyway, so the chap is back in in good form, like, you know, and I said he got that free this time, and this should be easy enough for young Conor Kehoe. Maybe James will take it himself, but Conor Kehoe has been taking a lot of the frees up to now. In fact, you know, it's James is going to take it himself, so he is. At halftime, we'll have reaction from Gavin Nolan, the manager of... Uh, manager of Town. We'll also hear from Craig Doyle. It was mad with Craig. I said, I don't think you've ever been here before. And he said, well, I don't remember it. But it just goes to show how long it's been. Of course, Aaron's own were champions in 1970. They were champions 15 times in total. Yeah. They kind of ultimately became Town Gales, you can argue, because they're an amalgamation of St. Andrews, Aaron's own and juvenile outfit, Munipweg. Yeah, as I said, that's, uh, they won four under the flag of... of, of um, uh, no, they won four under the flag of Town, And... Uh, then they won 11 after because well the name changed yep. don't, I'm not sure what the history of it is but I'm just saying so that. are we arguing that it could be their first but it might also be their 16th a shot from a very tight angle by Padraig Hines if that goes over it's a great score it doesn't it goes wide he was at a tight angle when he struck it inside the 45 uh, 1-1 for St Mullins 4 yeah. points for uh, Ballon Killen 10 minutes gone yeah but the last time that the last time the Bankstown were presented with the cup here was 1967 as I said they won another title since but uh, as I said it was in the boardroom as such but uh, no, as I said, that it's been a long time. It's 55 years ago. Well, either way, a famine will end if they win next week as Mullins come forward and chip a shot from the 20-metre line. It was a really, really good score. Yeah, it Connor was uh, Conor Kyo who got it. They ran through the middle. Ballonkillen might be overly happy with their defence. Ten and a half minutes gone. One, two plays, four points. Yeah, good score by Conor. As I said, he's, you know, he's one of the real rising stars of hurling at the present time. And, uh, you know, he's a very, very talented player. But... Sean Murphy is on the ball Sean Murphy he's omnipresent has the ball inside the 65 holds the hurley kind of awkwardly but whatever way he does it it seems to be working he hits it down the line where it's 2-on-2 two two inside might break here for Ballon Killen oh it's a great block by the goalkeeper Kevin Kyo threw his body in the way because running onto it there was Mark Foley Foley couldn't get a clean strike but Kyo got in the way and St Mullins stop a goal going in Ballon Killen have the ball yes. back it's Jack Tracy who hits it he gets a point they were looking for a goal they have to settle for a point and after 11 minutes in the second semi-final it's all square again 1-2 plays 5 points now to answer the question Aaron's own won 11 titles the last in 1970 Town won 4 the last in 1931 I know that no I know I was just clarifying it for myself more so than anything else Jur Jur handed me the uh, match programme there yeah no no no. in fact I knew the whole thing about it like you know that's a good shot coming in there from Jason O'Neill 
and the white flag is raised over the crossbar goes 1-3 St Mullins 5 points Ballin 12 minutes gone in the first half it's a really exciting match isn't it it is indeed like St Mullins have 27 titles coming into this you know in fact that they're leading they're leading team like with, with, yep. like with scores so they have and uh, Ballin have two the, the last one the one was the, well the, 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 the one two the one one in 2001 to beat Rangers two ten to four points yep. in, in the rain and the, the last time before that was 1973 hitting it forward here is Paddy Boland it drops inside to the forward he tries to create a bit of space he does create a bit of space he has it but he's inside a 13 at a tight angle so he has to play it back out it's a risky enough ball well it's not risky when you can hit it that accurately into the low of James Doyle but James Doyle dragged it wide 1-3 for St Mullins 5 points for Ballinkillen 12 minutes and 20 seconds gone yes the second wide of the match that is James Doyle from about probably 50 metres out Scythes is left to the post had a shot like but drifted out to the left but uh, it's the puck out is coming now from Thomas Dowlin Thomas Dowling going long it's going to drop in around the 45 trying to chase after the bouncing break was John Doran John Doran the cornerback tidies it up nicely slots it back to Michael Walsh Michael Walsh goes long it's going to drop between the 45 and the 65 brace kindly for a blue and gold jersey and it's picked up there by Jack Kavanagh or a bigger pardon Kevin Kavanagh Kevin Kavanagh is dispossessed and now it's John Doyle John Doyle spills it inside the 45 running back after it is Eric English Eric English tidying it up getting it into his hand the batting killer number 5 he's hooked brilliantly by Philip Connors and it's over the crossbar from St Mullins Philip Connors with some fine fine work there did brilliantly to win it did brilliantly to hook his man did even better to get it up and snap it over the bar 1-4 for St Mullins 5 points Ballon killing 13 minutes gone in the uh, first half yeah Eric English would be disappointed he had the ball he was kind of looking to see where would he place the ball you know before before uh, Philip Connors robbed his pocket and set it over the bar a busy day of hurling across Kilkenny and Carlo Clara beating Shamrocks earlier on and um, when last we heard James Stevens were five points down to Glenn Moore ball into the hand now of John Doyle John Doyle on the far side the on the terrace ball. he's tripped up inside the 45 line ball no it's a line ball yeah he yep. ran out of pitch yeah you're right line ball. yeah he got the shoulder there so he did he was met by uh uh, he was met by Michael Ryan and he's no small man either so he dumped him out over the line anyway it's a line ball we'd love to hear from you via our text line 083 306 it is the JJ Cavanagh and Sons Senior Hurling Championship semi-final doubleheader on KCLR earlier on Bagnallstown Gales beating Mount Leinster Rangers as a shot has swung from a long long way and the goalkeeper Thomas Dowling just kind of jumps in the air and lets it bounce wide so it remains 1-4 St Mullins 5 points Bagnallstown 14 minutes gone in the first half earlier on Bagnallstown overcoming Mount Leinster Rangers will have reaction to that game to come here on KCLR yeah, in fact, that that, that shot was sent down by their centre-back, Michael, Michael Walsh. Michael is the captain of the team. He'll be disappointed with it because he had a lot of space. But nevertheless, Ballonkillen are the attack. Ballonkillen on the attack. Is that Sean Murphy? He's hard to mistake. Dances back to the 45. Step, 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 steps step, as the steps. referee. And it's a free out to St Mullins. Yeah, he's kind of consistent to that. Like, you know, the referee has, has, has caught that part of the wire. Like, he gets being like somebody else there, you know, just a few minutes before that, it was James Isle. So, this is a free out. And John Doran, the man who was winged back in 2006 in the final that man is around a good while Galway United 4-0 up against Bluebell in the cup 57 minutes gone there the ball is collected by Eric English Eric English looking for Sean Murphy intercepting it brilliantly was Jer Cody he read that so well dances up towards the 45 has a shot he's inside the ball and killing half looks to make it a 3 point game and he does great work from Jer Cody 1-5 St Mullins 5 points ball and killing 15 minutes gone in the first half Crack and score from Jer like the first body sent in at the first minute was the one that came off the upright and it broke down with the Paddy Bowl and he's dispatched it to the net like it's a good score from Jer went up from the half back line so it's what one, one five to five points one five to five points 
Could get two close games here today. The first one was a roller coaster. You ex- kept expecting Mount Leinster Rangers to kind of kick on, but they weren't let. They did play well at times, but Bagelstown just played that bit better and showed a real fight and a real desire to win that game and win it they have. And a great week coming for the people of Bagelstown as they build up to next Sunday's final, which is here. It will be live on Casey Lord. The intermediate final, by the way, is on Saturday night. Navo Michael taking on Mount Leinster Rangers. Sean Murphy roaming forward up towards the 65, scoops it outside to Kieran. Whelan Whelan back to Murphy Murphy turns shoots into the Dublin road end and Murphy hits it wide it remains 1-5 to 5 16 minutes gone in the first half St Mullins lead absolutely it's their second wide Uh, St Mullins have three wides but Sean Murphy and Kieran Whelan the combined there like you know it deserved a score probably with the way they hurled but nevertheless they drifted out to the right and it's uh, but it's three wides to two in favour of St Mullins of three wides ball goes long out of the goal from St Mullins but it's collected on the break by Podrick Hines Podrick Hines hits it down the wing down to the kind of wing forward channel but it's won back by Cahill Connolly the number four for St Mullins he goes long what a catch that is on the 20 metre line it's flipped up but it's going to be intercepted by Patrick Cavanagh who batted it away when maybe he could have caught it Philip Connors chasing after it for Mullins kicked forward by Jason O'Neill St Mullins have it back the men in blue and gold they have it just inside the 45 oh that's a complete miscue by the man who ran onto it there I think that was Patrick Kavanagh Kavanagh's pushed over by Jack Kavanagh big clash of the ash there you could probably hear it but we play on because that's hurling and that's why we love this game Jack Kavanagh looked to me like he was pushed the referee says yes it was a push our referee Paul O'Dwyer a very experienced official the man from Palatine and it is a free to St Mullins between the 65s at a tight enough angle speaking of Palatine they won the senior hurling championship once that was back in 1970 yeah, in fact, you know, Jack Cavan, he was the one that was pushed over there. So he was, uh, he said he goes back a long ways also. In 2006, that man scored 2-2 in the county final. So he is, and he was only a chap at the time. But listen, mm. he's still flying it. So he is good engine. So he is, and it's a free now for James Dyle. I'm sure Marty Cavan is listening or watching in the States. Marty, hope your travel is going well. If if and it's a big if of course because you take nothing for granted if they get to the provincial championship maybe he might be back for that that's, that's a long range strike from James Doyle which goes wide and it's 4-2 in wides in favour of St Mullins 1-5 they lead to 5 points against Ballinkillen 18 minutes gone in the first half 18 minutes gone on Conor Cahill is going on the ball but he's kind of dumped it out over and uh, Ballinkillen are coming out with the ball David English David English hoovered it up but then dropped it it's inside his own 45 trying to pickpocket it back as Podrick Hines he's done really well Hines gets up towards his own 65 curbs his run out towards the terrace kicks it long he's looking for the run there of uh, number 17 that's Rory Dunbar a man that we'll know well from the Carlo Hurling line scene ball. or the county scene line ball again they yeah. run out of pitch it's so tight and tense out there that players are trying to run out to find space but they're actually running out of pitch it is a line ball though to Ballinkillen on the St Mullins 45 terrace side yeah it is like you know as I said that uh, John Dorden got the ball and he went out towards the sideline tried to get out past the player went to swing on the ball but the, the, the linesman deemed he turned the ball out over the line before he hit it so it's a line ball into the Ballinkillen chaps and it's a good line ball it's got height it's got elevation but it just dips too much and Kevin Keogh took it that's good goalkeeping catching up one handed like that because that's not particularly easy Keogh sends it long down towards James Doyle who's wing forward at the moment it's snaffled back by Ballinkillen hand pass up to the number 9 that's Lomax Lomax puts it inside for Eric English who gets under that one from inside his own 65 it's going to drop 
but into the hand of Kevin Kyo who gets out slots it out to the 45 taking it well there was uh, Oshin Boland Boland gives it out to Jer Cody Jer Cody goes long it's going to drop on the 45 of Ballinkillen two players get in each other's way and St Mullins have it back through Paddy Boland but he miscues his pass and Kevin Kavanagh is onto it Kevin Kavanagh lets it off for his teammate that's Owen Kavanagh Kavanagh gets up towards the 65 goes to ground tries to get it back does get it back gives it to Lomax Lomax has a man running outside his pass was intercepted by a St Mullins stick Jason O'Neill tries to get it the ball is kind of breaking everywhere and going ping-balling around the middle of the pitch Sean Murphy looks to me like he's fouled it's a free <laughs> in to, to Ballinkillen between the 65s and brilliant work there from Sean Murphy awarded by Paul O'Dwyer we mentioned that he's an official of note at a national level well so is Pamela Hayden who is on the line for the Junior All-Ireland Final today in the uh, ladies football for Manna and Antrim playing out a draw Leash beating Wexford in the intermediate final we'll get the latest score from the senior final in just a moment after we watch this free from the Ballinkillen point of view hopefully going over yes the ball's being moved up by the by the, uh, by the referee Pod Edward of course Pod had a part of playing last in the hurling I learned a couple of weeks ago he was doing the lines he was doing line man so he was and uh, it's probably Carlos connecting well he's living in Carlos he's a Wexford man but there's a free in way anyway and uh, it's going to be taken by Kieran Whelan Kieran Whelan he scored one already he's between the 65s he's closer to the St Mullins 65 three points between the teams his team trailing by three he's given that one the legs hasn't got the accuracy no. to run over no it doesn't it's a third wide for Ballinkillen 21 minutes gone 1-5 St Mullins five points Ballinkillen and Terence is on analysis Terence what are you making of yeah, it yeah listen it's, 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 a, it's a very very close game as I said St Mullins got after the idea start going the first minute but you know well, Ballinkillen have played really really well since and it's anybody's game but James Silas on the ball James Doyle on the ball just outside the Ballinkillen 45 steps. he took too many steps and it's a free yeah. out question but like he was kind of elbowed as he was kind of meeting the man but anyway listen Brian Deering there the linesman is just going to place the ball and David English will be given the task of sending this down into down towards the house Mead 1-4 Kerry 1-2 a latest score from Crow Park in the ladies football senior All-Ireland final earlier on Leash beating Wexford in the intermediate the free to be taken by David English closer to his own 45 than the 65 he's at a tight enough angle he's standing just outside the shadow not far from where the shadow meets the light under the stand in Netwatch Cullen Park David English three between them we haven't had a score in a few minutes this one I don't think will go directly over but it might drop inside the square and ask questions of St Mullins it bounces around someone 65. got a flick on it it's and it is a 65 yeah David dropped that ball in like you know David for those who have been living under the bed he's a grandson of the great team English so as I said that he is a hurling with a great pedigree and his cousin is beside him there also owning it but as a 65 and Kieran Whelan will be given the task of trying to start this over the bar it's a really warm day in Carlo we're watching the JJ Cavanagh and Sons Senior Hurling Championship semi-final the second semi-final Baglands Town Gales awaiting the winners in the final who will it be will it be Ballinkillen or St Mullins we have to find out today we will have a winner on the day. If it's Battle and Killen, they're two next door neighbours. There could be a skin and hair show here next week. But listen, we relatives playing against each other, <laughs> so I hear. Relatives playing against themselves. Family yeah. turning on family. That's the county a, final the way we want it. Yeah, that's the point from from Kieran Whelan. Well, for many years it was St. Mullins and Rangers, like, and there's all cousins upon cousins, like a yep. multitude of them, like you know. But uh, no, the, the direction could be different. But St. Mullins still have a big say. 23 minutes gone St Mullins 1-5 Ballinkill and 6 points this one 
A hard one to call. Sean Murphy is back and he's battling for it. He loses out. It's taken by Connor Kyo. Connor Kyo getting inside the 45, but dispossessed by Eric English. Now here's David English getting outside That's the 45. Looked like he was fouled freedom. by Jack Cavanagh, and it's a free to Ballinkillen yeah. in around the 45. Simon's discipline not great in their party. Well, go on, sorry. <laughs> party passing by Jack. They just said, cool it down, Jack. You know, as I said, everybody knows Jack. I said, he's been written, his name's been written in a lot of books down through the years. He's very, very passionate. Like, you know, he's a great club man, a great county man, like, and he gives it everything. But Party just waved hand. Jack, take it easy. Glenmore 118, James Stevens 16 points. That's 21 to 16. That's the latest score in the senior hurling league in Kilkenny. A long ball struck by David English from the free between the 45 and the 65. Again, it might drop inside the square. Didn't have the legs and it bounced wide. And it's a fourth wide for Ballinkillen. Four all on the wide count. 24 Four minutes wide. almost gone. St Mullins 1-5. Ballinkillen 6 points. Yes, yeah, St Mullins 1-5. Ballinkillen 6 points. As I said, almost 24 minutes. But as I said, it's a good game. It's a good game. Like a very, very close game. And uh, after the great start, this is big John Doyle. So it is. What a catch it was by John Doyle. He's hauled back by the wrist and by the hurley on the 20 metre line inside the Ballinkillen half. And it will be a free in for St Mullins. And it's a decent enough angle just yeah. to the right of the D. Another young lad, a big strong chap. So he's like his dad played here for years for Lachlan first. St. Mullins has said but it's a big, big strong chap a very very good hand that James Dyer will go to kind of hopefully make this worth Nave more than 166 points Terence, your knowledge is amazing do you know that? I think I think you probably take it for granted, but as someone well, who doesn't follow Carlo, Carlo hurling week for week, and I'm filling in for Brendan Hennessy today, your knowledge is absolutely well, listen, amazing. I live beside all these new lads. Oh, the ball slipped into John Doyle. John Doyle has a shot at the rocket into the back of the net. We all expected him to tap that one over, but he just gave it to John Doyle, who blasted it home just outside the 20 metre line. Was where he was when he took the shot. NASA haven't launched a rocket like that. Two five to six points. 25 minutes gone. Listen, I'm living beside all those. I know a lot of them in the pram so I did I'm just saying that I know how these youngsters could John time. Doyle hit it like that when he was in the pram I tell you what his father his father never scored a goal see he was a defender like and wasn't too simple to pass either not too simple no. but, uh, I said a great goal from John Doyle as I said James Doyle just spotted him lurking around sent the ball across and uh, most people thought he was going there is a yellow card offence possibly caught him by the shoulder no it's just a free and Conor Kehoe was the one that was caught and uh, and uh, Rory Dunbar was the one that kind of caught him so it was listen it's a free in the more to it anyway and uh, James Isle is coming out trying to take this free also John Doyle just getting a wonderful second goal for St Mullins oh, a free from just outside the right of the D we all thought it was going to be tapped over but Doyle was left standing there yeah and yeah. they just and it was it was a training ground move they obviously said right if this is on go for it and they did and Doyle I'm surprised the net is still there I thought Jerry you'd have to get a new net on the sugar factory and Jared Doyle sitting beside us here at the county bureau yeah as a fact you know as I said for those who know Carlo was at the top of the tunnel he got that free sent it across to 21 metres line James Doyle takes this free lads and it's gone. it's off the woodwork and it almost fell to Philip Connors Connors has got it back he's just inside the 13 tries to find a pass to Paddy Boland Connors has it back outside the 20 metre line he's turning he's twisting he's shooting he is scoring he didn't give up on that Philip Connors and he taps it over his second score of the game and now it's a six point match 26 minutes gone in the first half 2-6 for St Mullins 6 points for Ballon Killen and St Mullins I think sense that if they could get a few scores before half time they could kill this one off as Paddy Boland goes forward he loses the possession Ballon Killen won't give up they're a team of fighters we know that in the best possible sense I mean that spills to Jack Cavanagh Ballon Killen lost it out of defence a stray hurley he goes to ground and it's a free in just outside the Ballon Killen 45 to the left of centre the free yeah, to St Mullins free and Mark Foley kind of cut, uh, cut Jack a kind of high coming in and anyway, Jack was kind of falling down but he kind of cut him shoulder high anyway and uh, Jack is just adjusting his helmet at the present time but 
But you know, as I said, the old experience again, like Jack uh, said, he's often in the wars with referees, but he can play the game too, so he can, and it's a free in. And uh, James Lloyd is going to, he's just adjusting his laces, but I think he's going to take this free. Well, it's all gone St Mullins' way in the last couple of minutes. They've really course, got on top. They have got, of course, like, you know, that goal, as I said, that goal from Big John, like, you know, was a turning point so far anyway. Like, they had a good weekend with the junior here. Uh, Friday night beating Burn Rangers last night now Rangers beat her by a pint in a game that could have gone anyway but James Dial hits that ball wide 2-6 St Mullins 6 points Ballon Killen 2.5 minutes to go to half time Mount Leinster Rangers learned a really tough lesson in the first game if you don't take your chances when you're on top you might be made to pay 6 points between them Mount Leinster Rangers never had that big a gap but Ballon Killen aren't going to give up dancing inside getting a shot off as Mark Foley Mark Foley hits it wide a fifth wide that's a fifth wide yeah, for Mark Foley a lot of hurling in his background TJ his dad and his uncle Ger or his grandfather Ger like they were massive massive hurlers for the Navon club yep. for many many years of course he'd be also connected to great the late Tom Foley the Nolly's horse trainer Kevin Kyo went long the break was won by Connor Kyo slipped it off to Cottle Connolly the corner back hits it across the park Sean Brennan read it well but he's been dispossessed by Philip Connors who's won the possession scoops it forward to John Doyle Doyle's inside the 20 he's at a tight angle tries to get past Owen Kavanagh gets the ball inside chasing after this Jason O'Neill the defender got across nipped in it was Patrick Kavanagh who dropped deep and he guided it away but is it at a six, Is it at the cost of a 65 I think it yeah, might be it is yep. yeah well it has to be really like you know he cut across because big John Doyle he was kind of two players meet and he kind of was falling at the time hand passed the ball in and luckily enough Patrick Cavanagh was back looking around just to clear the danger went out for a 65 very very near the far sideline as we're coming 29 minutes gone well we talk about Ballon Killen needing scores if they'd have conceded a goal there I think it was game over even before half time as it is they're just about hanging on in there but Conor Kyo stands over the 65 He's yeah, on the, 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 the fourth lane, if we can put it that way, hitting it down towards the Sugar Factory end. Wide, it's wide. a wide and a let off. Yeah, I see the, the mentors down there from, from Ballonkillen there, Patrick English there and David Wall, or Patrick English at this end and, and um, David Meany, or Tony Meany. Yep. I see the two down there like an old lark and, and uh, you know I'd say they're waiting for the halftime whistle because things haven't gone really well for them you know, for the last five or six minutes if they could just get a score before the break it would really give them confidence but St Mullins have it back Jason O'Neill from just inside the 65 just in front of the terrace he was basically sitting in that old press box on the far side by the time he got that shot away he was at that tight That's an angle second. yeah it is his second and it's 2-7 St Mullins six points Ballon Killen we've got 15 seconds left for play Absolutely, like another crackle score from Jason. We'll always remember him down in the Rangers area as getting that score in the last minute of the game three years ago. But just in, he's a decent hurler. Here's Sean Murphy. Great catch by Sean Murphy inside the 65, approaching the 45. Sean Murphy lets one go. I don't think it'll have the legs. That's it also doesn't have the accuracy. It's a sixth wide for Ballon Killen. 2 7, St. Mullins, six points, Ballon Killen. We're 10 seconds into injury time at the end of the first half. And they're six wise each for the, you know, for, for the stats. But, uh, you know, as I said, St. Mullins have kind of taken over since about the 20 second or third minute of the game like they're hurling really really well that goal from John Dyle was kind of a bit of a game changer and uh, Ballon Killen are on the attack again 
1-0 to Cork City in the FAI Cup away to Cove Ramblers in St. Coleman's Park that one kicked off at 4 o'clock still 3-2 to Waterford against St. Patrick's Athletic in the second half launching a shot as Mark Foley from just inside his own 65 Mark Foley gets a really really much needed and long range score and it's a 6 point game again 44 seconds gone in injury time 2-7 to 7 points yeah cracking score like from his own half back line you know it was a massive massive score I'm not sure how the wind is blowing it seems to be very very little wind but that was a massive score from Mark Foley Gavin Nolan and Craig Doyle interviews coming up on KCLR a little bit later on Bagnallstown getting the win earlier on against Mount Leinster Rangers it was a very tight turnaround between the two games so being honest with you I didn't get to chat to any of the Mount Leinster Rangers guys I doubt very much they're in a mood to chat St Mullins look like they're in a mood to play they're leading by six at the break 2-7 play seven points Terence, what are you uh, making of it? Yeah listen like the better team were winning in half time like they got up to a crack and start with the goal after a couple of minutes after probably in the first minute you know from, from the big full forward Paddy Bowl and the ball break off the upright but as I said like Ballackill got right into the game anyway and they played really really well but since about the 25th minute St. Mullins have kind of taken over that goal by John Dyle who had a bit of a game changer and since then they've added a couple of points uh, Jason Lee got one and Philip Connors got one listen to be worthy winners at half time worthy leaders at half time 2-7-7 points Ger Doyle before we talk about the actual game itself it's a great day isn't it the semi-finals are on the crowds are in they're enjoying it the weather is playing ball from the county board point of view you couldn't have asked for any more it's been a festival of hurling this weekend we've had the junior final Friday night it was a fantastic game uh, two great uh, intermediate semi-finals last night again two great games and the first game today was was, was another cracker of a game and uh, you know obviously Bagdastown sprung a surprise there but they thoroughly deserved the, the win and uh, so far this one hasn't really taken off yet but uh, I'd expect Ballinkillen to come out all guns blazing in the second half they're only half an hour away to, from a county final they have to throw everything at it to try and uh, get the win now and we know from the first game you don't write any team off do you? absolutely not uh, th- that's the great thing about sport about Gaelic games like um, the hunger is everything and Bagnastown had it there in the first half for, sorry the first game and I think that's what really got them over the line in the end and we're looking forward to a big weekend next weekend we've got the intermediate final on Saturday night Nave Owen Michel taking on Mount Leinster Rangers and obviously on Sunday we've got Bagnells Town Gales against at the moment question mark either Ballinkillen or St Mullins but that's Absolutely. going to be another another great uh, weekend of hurling Absolutely yeah it'll be a great um, atmosphere on Sunday I'd imagine with Bagnells Town being in the final for the first time since the club was reformed as Bagnells Town Gales uh, so that's that's a great occasion now that's been a great success story the Bagnells Town Gales story since they came back uh, together as, as one club uh, their footballers have been doing very well as well yeah. they were in the semi-final last year the senior football championship they're in the final of the senior hurling it's been a great success story and it's it's great to see something like that working and uh, people pulling together because it's an, invariably when you pull together uh, that's what, what happens How long have they been reformed? Because there's a lot of people listening today they'll be in Kilkenny they'll be from outside the county I'm talking about myself here as yeah. well How long has that been kind of an I entity? I don't know is it three or four years there? It? Okay. Um, it's not, it's, okay, so it's, it's not it's, that it's, old It's not that long now. Okay. There, there was St. Andrews was the football club and then Aaron's own was the hurling club uh, and like there were two separate clubs and um, you know with the best win in the world it wasn't working that well for them so um, 
it, it, it certainly yeah. has worked now and it's all to do with the goodwill and pe- people pulling with one another and and yep. and, and uh, coordinating their training and all that sort of thing now because yep. obviously when you're two clubs it's very hard to coordinate things yep well it just goes to show when you work together good things can happen Jared Doyle thank you very much a great week ahead for Bagnells Town it's as much about the fans and the people around the club as it is the players and the excitement in the lead up to a final I'm from Waterford we've lost two All-Ireland finals in my lifetime but I wouldn't give back the lead into those All-Ireland finals because it's all about the build up the result is is also a big part and, and that's the second part of the enjoyment yeah you won the league though this year like you know yes. you, you have a decent outfit like and you've lost your trainer which is kind controversial oh, I'm taking the job did you not hear uh-huh. I'm taking over well anyway yeah. anyway anyway this is a fair play to you fair play <laughs> yeah. to you how are you fixed to you? I, I, we're grand don't worry about it you'll be celebrating <laughs> with me next uh, next year I was going to say next September but next July right half time here Ballinkillen trailing 2-7 to 7 points against St Mullins the lads are going to update you on everything else that's going on around the uh, counties of Kilkenny and Carlow uh, today James Stevens were trailing against Glenmore when last we heard in the senior championship Clara overcoming um, Shamrocks and uh, there was some games in the junior and intermediate uh, Robbie and Shane will bring the scores in a bit more detail on all of those we'll also have reaction from Bagnells Town Gales and their victory against uh, Mount Leinster Rangers if we can't bring you all of that at half time we'll bring you the rest of it after the second game at half time in the second match it is St Mullins 2-7 Ballinkillen 7 points KCLR Live Sport. The JJ Cavanagh Sons Carlisle Senior Hurling Championship Semi Finals. Ballin versus Mount Leinster Rangers. With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com. 56 seconds gone in the second half you haven't missed anything Ballinkillen have won a free just outside the St Mullins 20 metre line in the D it'll be tapped over by Kieran Whelan and it will give Ballinkillen a solid and positive start to the second half as they play in their blue and gold, gold jerseys into the Sugar Factory end and as expected Whelan puts that one over a 5 point game 1 minute and 20 seconds gone 2-7 to 8 points we're into the second half Terence what yeah. are you expecting yeah listen Kieran Whelan he has added to his tally there like you know that is his uh, third wheel or third free and three scores but as I said that they, well, they needed a good start because you know seven ones were kind of dominating for the last five minutes before half time more analysis from Robbie Dowling back in studio to come but Sean Murphy barrels forward he's inside the 45 he's got the ears pinned back he's up to the 20 has a shot off the stick which just about climbs over and Murphy gets his third he's a sight to behold when he gets going and he clips over a really, really important point. Two minutes gone in the second half. Two sevens hit Mullins, nine points. Ballinkill and Robbie Dowling said it at half time, and Shane agreed. This game wasn't done yet. They were right. That's the fact. Like you know, Sean is so fast. Linford Christie would have a problem keeping up to him at times. <laughs> but I'm just saying he is a very, very good hurler. But Jack Cavanagh's on the ball. Yeah, he's not bad either. Slips it back to a pocket of space, and Michael Walsh, who hits it down towards the wing forward position, it's taken well by the runner. He's outside the 20 meter line. Bit of a loose hand pass from Kyo. Somehow it falls to O'Neill inside the 20. Approaching the 13. Oh, it's blocked by the defender who somehow got in the way of it. A goal-saving challenge, but the chance isn't gone because Connors has collected it. Tries to get it out to John Doyle. Doyle bottled up by blue and gold. His green jersey disappearing from our view. Somehow he still has the slitter. Somehow he still has the possession. Slips it to John Doyle. Doyle tries to make his way past. Can't get past. Has to go backwards to James Doyle on the edge of the D. He's pounced upon. Doyle runs, has the ball and stick, slips it backwards to the 45 because there was nothing up top. Running a loop around is Jack Cavanagh Cavanagh gives it to a man who's close to him that's James Doyle Doyle let it slip out of his hands and Ballinkillen have turned it over real intensity of their defending there Ballinkillen 
Podrick Hines has it tries to get past Paddy O'Shea O'Shea looks to me like he's fouled him but Hines hits it forward anyway into the path of a man in a blue and gold jersey that's Jack Tracy turns shoots and slots it over it's a three point game they've scored three points in a row at the start of the second half Ballon Killen 10 points St Mullins 2-7 3 minutes and 20 seconds gone in the second half a second half in which St Mullins have yet to score now now they've lost the possession again inside their own 65 it's spilled out to the uh, 65 and uh, Cormac Lomax Cormac Lomax up to the 65 inside Ballon territory that's Murphy Murphy goes to ground he's hard to stop when he runs you've really no choice but to foul him if you want to stop him he got a tip on the knee there so he is and there will be a booking here you could have deemed it as a free or you could have deemed it as steps but the referee deemed it as a free anyway and uh, the big full forward uh, Paddy Boland is, is up getting the other card for it well Ballinkillen won the ball back inside their own 65 they ran it down that right hand side yeah. on the terrace side Sean Murphy got the ball and um, Terence. I'm not sure if you're a, a superhero movie fan but he's he's like Juggernaut a character oh, played by Vinnie yeah. Jones in X-Men once he gets going once he gets momentum once he gets started you can't he's stop a, him a kind of a cross between Sean O'Brien now and Linford Christie that's actually you know? a much better description that's you know, actually a way is, better description yeah he is but I see I see Pat English going out there now to see what is the problem but this man if he was out would be massive, oh, massive huge. Problem, you know. but listen I think I think that it'll take, take more than that to stop the farmer well, he won't want to bail out at this stage. He won't want to bail out at this stage. It's an appropriate way of putting this through, like, you know. Bush, one uh, eight for Meath, one five for Kerry in the ladies' football final going on in Crow Park earlier on. Leash beating Wexford by two points in the uh, FAI Sean Cup. Sean is up. Sean is up. Yep, that's good. In Sean. the FAI Cup, Rory Keating, who is a nephew of. Um, well I'm going to say singer Ronan Keating obviously that's a very loose description of Ronan Keating a nephew of Ronan Keating he scored the goal for uh, Cork City Rory Keating they're 1-0 up against Cove Ramblers in the cup anyway I thought it was going to be Babs Keating we're going to come out with but anyway it's Ronan Kieran Whelan launching it from just inside the opposition 65 on the right hand side that's, that's a beautifully cushion free from Kieran Whelan even though it was a distance out he didn't look like he hit it overly hard but he hit it well 2-7 St Mullins 11 points Ballinkillen yes. 5 minutes and 20 seconds gone in the second half and I think it's um, 4 points without reply at the start of the second half and did Ballinkillen get the last score of the first half as well? Yeah they did of course yeah. like you know but I'm just saying that they're, you know, they're starting to grind so they are and Ballinkillen are really back into this game Ballon Killen battling as you'd expect them would it be an all B senior oh, hurling final next week Ballon Killen against Bagnallstown well not if they keep giving a freeze away like yes. that it's a free in to St Mullins between the 45 and the 20 inside Ballon Killen territory just off the stand yeah Sean Brennan was the guilty one there he just kind of caught him by the jersey as he was slipping by him and the referee is just having a little chat with him and uh, not alone is he having a chat but he's showing him yellow so it's a free in it's a free in it is uh, Conor Kehoe territory and there's no reason why he can't score this absolutely none whatsoever six minutes gone in the second half St Mullins looking to stretch out the lead which had been chipped away at the white They're flag not. is raised you have your doubts do you Terence? well I didn't see the flag being raised it was on the far side well then the pillar's in my way you're on the ball and it's a very warm day so they've discarded the white coats and I can't blame them that is a health and safety issue they have to because you can't have guys standing out in the baking heat wearing big warm coats big white coats that are very warm coats 2-8 to 11 points 6 minutes gone in the second half St Mullins lead but Ballin Killen have won a break between the 65s they have a loose ball running back towards their own 65 trying to collect it his own Kavanagh own Kavanagh has a bit of trouble there pickpocketed by Jason O'Neill Jason O'Neill is on the ground the referee's going to go for a clash ball has to be a throw in I would imagine just here at the sideline underneath the front of the stand here and I would imagine Pod will throw the ball in 
Waterford 3-2 up against St. Patrick's Athletic deep in injury time in the FAI Cup in Richmond Park St. Patrick's Athletic back in European action this week against CSKA Sophia collecting it on his own 65 is David English had to stick, take a few steps back to get into space ball is lobbed down towards the St. Mullins 20 metre line it goes out over the line and I think that is the St. Mullins no it's a Ballin Killen line ball just outside the 20 metre line of St. Mullins on the stand side yeah the ball was dropping in there Cahill kind of went up in fact he lost his hurley and the ball kind of came up his, come up his body and went out over the line but the sideline cut here and Kieran Queen is being given the job of trying to take this very near his man ball taken well by Jack Tracy Tracy inside the 20 up towards the 13 still going ran into too many bodies a forest of green jerseys he lost the possession and St Mullins hit a very loose ball out of defence Jack Cavanagh is furious batting kill and try and keep it alive they do they take a quick line ball to Jack Cavanagh referee or to Kevin Cavanagh I beg your pardon but the referee is calling it back yeah the referee is calling it back you know in fact he was kind of talking with one of the players behind one of the, one of the batting kill by Jack Tracy thought he was entitled to a free the referee kind of waved it on, but in the meantime, like they took a kind of a sideline ball rather fast, and uh, there's a bit of a dispute over it now. But part of the wires trying to talk to Jack Cavanagh there, and also trying to talk to the midfielder there, uh, Kevin Cavanagh. Don't forget, after this game, we'll have reaction to it, we'll have reaction and analysis of the first game, we'll have the detail of what went on in Kilkenny today, and the senior hurling James Stevens and Glenn Moore playing away. We'll get a score from that very soon. Owen Kavanagh hits it down the line trying to get onto it and dig it out there is Mark Foley Mark Foley has got it squeezes it to Rory Dunbar who gets a shot away Rory Dunbar squeezes it inside the post really good shot Rory Dunbar brilliant score 8 minutes and 50 seconds gone in the second half St Mullins 2-8 Ballin Killen 12 points Terence, we've got a game on our hands we've got a game on our hands like, that's a top class player like Roy done so many good things for Carlo Intercounty Hurling he did so a lot of good things for Carlo Town Hurling also and I said he's married out in Ballin Killen living out there and he's given his all there for the last number of years Ballin Killen win the ball inside their own 45 great win of the ball by David English gave it off there to Podrick Hines Hines with the dipping ball into the forward line it's taken oh it was lost but almost running onto it was Mark Foley didn't take it cleanly making it stick as Paul Doyle does roll for Jack Tracy Tracy trying to get away from Paul O'Shea Tracy up towards the 20 metre line drops it on the ground kicks it forward St Mullins get the ball back but it's not tidy no one can get it into the hand no one can get it away and it's out over the line off Cahill Connolly and a line ball to Ballin Killen close into the 20 then the 45 inside St Mullins territory right under the stand yeah right under Owen Larkins knows where the ball went out like you know he's their buzzing Ballin Killen are starting to buzz like you know it's a sideline cut and Kieran Wheel is going to be given the job of taking this as he uh, yeah, see, most of the people down there, Tony Meany's just urging his players yeah. on there, Pat English is urging them on, but um, no, Ballinkin are back on, bang on back in this game. Kieran Whelan, the line ball is intercepted very easily by a St Mullins defender who just fires it down towards the opposition 45. It's batted, but it's batted into the path of Jason O'Neill. O'Neill goes to ground, gets back up, squirts it out to Paddy Boland. Boland doesn't go for the shot, works it backwards. The shot coming from a long, long way out on the 65 to the left of centre. If that goes over, it's an absolutely monster point. Has it gone over, Terence? I'm not so sure. The shot coming over. from John Doyle. Yeah, big John what a Dyle. score. Big John Doyle is the one that's being credited with the scores. 2 8, 14 points to 12. That's right, ten and a half minutes gone in the second half. 
Alan Killen through Sean Murphy going after the high dropping ball he got his hand to it but it dropped into the path of a man in a green jersey that man was Michael Walsh but he couldn't keep a hold of it they've spilled it and now Kevin Kavanagh has it back Kevin Kavanagh fires it down into the full forward line where it's two on two dropped to Rory Dunbar but he didn't get his shot away he was smothered and St Mullins get the ball hit it down towards the 45 they try and work an opportunity here it's a real battle it's a really close contested thing another drop ball by Paddy Boland well another drop ball in this game not another one by Paddy Boland and Ballin Killen have it back they are up to the 65 it's Sean Brennan didn't have a whole lot to aim at then sees a man on the 20 metre line he came out to meet it that's Kieran Whelan who turns run towards the goal I think it's actually Mark Foley he does go to ground it is Mark Foley it is a free in Yes, Mark Foley was the one that was being grounded as he was got, you know, going through and Kieran who will talk will probably take this free, but he's kind of calling out the corner back and said he was a little bit manhandled as he said, Listen, nothing nothing rough. He's just kinda of catching his jersey, kinda of getting entangled in him and uh, it's a free in free into Baling Killen. He's just kinda of wagging the finger at the cornerback. Ballon Killen, county finalist in 2020. Didn't go well for them, beating 321 to 12 well. points. But yeah. that experience is so recent, it can only benefit them. Plus, yeah, 2020 fact, yeah, was just a, such a weird year when you think about it. Yeah, they had a victory over Rangers in 2001. As I two ten to four points in the day that had never stopped raining. But listen, as I said, that their uh, club, they're trying hard for many, many years as Kieran Whelan taps that over the bar. Whelan from just outside the 20 metre line on the left channel, channel lane five of the pitch if you kind of break it down into lanes and look down towards the goal hitting it into the sugar factory end it was a sweet strike 13 points Ballinkillen 2-8 for St Mullins and we've got uh, 12 minutes gone in the second and half as Ballinkillen make a change coming in Craig number Wall. 24 Craig Wall what will he do for them yeah listen Craig Wall has been an inter-county player for many many years he has joined the army He's, he was away with the forces like I heard this being rumoured a few weeks ago that Craig Wall is back massive plus to them like I said he's a very very good athlete he's a brother of the fullback Dion Wall his father David Wall was a hurler with the club in the county also as I said this has a bit of a pedigree 1-8 Mead, 1-6 Kerry in the ladies football final 31 minutes or so gone in that game earlier on Leash overcoming Wexford by two points now St Mullins looking to get it back which they have done through to Connor Kew it's popped back into the hand of Jack Kavanagh who's standing just outside the 45 has a swing off and he was inside the ball and killing half and he got a good that's score over. that's brilliant score over. by Kavanagh his first of the game 2-9 St Mullins 13 points ball and killing 13 minutes gone in the second half yeah two points between was at 13 minutes gone and said you know Jack Kavanagh has, but St Mullins have been kind of quite in the second half but here's Jack again he's got another launch and another rocket Kavanagh got to a breaking ball just that's outside wide. the that's 65 wide. he put his hand in the air he's protesting he's furious he thinks it was over they're not going to change their yeah, minds 2-9 well, St Mullins 13 points batting killing 13 no minutes far, and 23 seconds gone no far here no Hawkeye here but we're depending on the two Hawkeyes below beside the post the two umpires but you know the wave the wide and we continue with the play Cup wise the champions have fallen at the first hurdle St Patrick's Athletic out of the extra.ie FAI Cup they've been beaten 3-2 by Waterford ball is between the 65s ball breaks here to David English David English trying to get past the opposition number 6 Michael English David English somehow charges forward advantage is coming I don't think they'll need it oh Kieran Whelan fumbles it they will yeah, need it yeah, it's a free between the 65s yeah. to Ballinkillen he gives them the free now like you know as I said you have the 5 seconds to wait and he did give them the free now they're remonstrating with him some of the same ones players that was more than 5 seconds since that happened but anyway listen that's what happened anyway and it's a free into Ballinkillen and Kieran Whelan is coming out to take the well Kieran is down injured so I'm not sure exactly what happened he just get a little bit of attention he's kind of sitting up but um, like that's what has happened anyway and uh, I presume maybe David English might take it I don't know but I know Kieran is just getting a drink of water as we speak and uh, yeah in fact he's 
walking now slowly towards the ball. David English has the ball, and in fact, Kieran said, I'll take it. 15 to 13 when you make the conversion. 2 9 zip. Mullins, 13 points. Ballon killing 14 minutes and 41 seconds gone in the second half. Yeah, he's not. Kieran seems to be a little bit dragging the leg a little bit like as he go out to take this free. David is more the same. Will I take it? No, but Kieran said, No, I'm the one. I'm going to take it. And uh, that's it. As it is, he has scored 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 points from frees. Welsh has put Celtic 1-0 up in their game against Aberdeen 29 minutes gone in that match the goal coming after 3 minutes Jonathan Hayes the former Ireland international amongst those that you may know playing for Aberdeen today big Celtic following in Ireland and in Kilkenny and Carlo who do you follow yourself Oshin in Cork City oh Premier League wise Arsenal but soccer wise Cork City would be the team I follow I'll explain that because I know I'm from Waterford and I follow Cork City John Doyle had, has a free between the 65s for Ballon Killen which he puts over it's a good score yes, it's a very Whelan. good score it's Kieran Whelan I beg your pardon sorry what am I talking about John Doyle is the 15 on the opposition side this is what happens when you get distracted by soccer <laughs> the Queen's game <laughs> wow <laughs> we leave it there Kevin Kyo goes long with the clearance going to drop in around the 45 Bat it down out of the sky, chasing after it is Paul Hines. He can't get there. He's battling away for it, though, as is his teammate. That's Kevin Cavanagh. Kevin Cavanagh loses it, and St. Mullins have it back. They've weathered a bit of a storm from Ballinkillen, but Ballinkillen aren't going away. They're still battling away. They're still winning frees. They're still chipping away with scores. St. Mullins, those two goals, so, so important. Goals win matches at the moment. The goals are the difference. But Cormac Lomax comes forward, gets to the 65, drops it into the path of Jack Tracy, who's got a defender stuck to him. Takes it, turns, has an option in Portrick Hines. Still has it though. Jack Tracy will go himself from just inside the that's 45. Why, why. He hits it wide. 2-9, plays 14 points. Still yeah. a one-point game. 16 minutes gone in the second half. You know, it's not too often you see that you see Paul Lyle under pressure but Jack Tracy's given a lot to think about today Jack Tracy's after getting three points from players it is like a Paul Lyle is an outstanding defender but Jack is bringing him for a tour of, of Netflix Cullen Park so he is and it may not suit Paul but he had a bad white that time he'll be disappointed with that but listen Jack yeah. Tracy's playing really really well Owen Larkin doesn't want to be doubly disappointed today he's obviously in charge of Ballon Killen but he's very much a James Stevens man unfortunately He'll be a bit disappointed today yeah. with Ballon Killen win because James Stevens have lost 126 to 20 points against Glenmore in the uh, league in Kilkenny. In the ladies' football, the latest score is Meath 1-9, Kerry 1-7, Leash winning the intermediate earlier on. Kevin Kyo launching the puck out. It is a one-point game. It would be a brave person to call the winner here. Trying to scoop it up there is Michael Ryan. Michael Ryan loses out first time, tries to win it second time. David English takes it, couldn't, pulled on by a St. Mullins man, rolls into the path or bounces into the path of James Doyle who's on the opposition 13 metre line tries to squeeze one over from an incredibly did, tight angle did James him. Doyle with the best point of not only the game but I would say the day so far and it's St Mullins by 2 St Mullins 2-10 Ballon killing 14 points 17 minutes and 41 seconds gone in the second half and when you have quality players like that you can win any match almost an impossible angle of where he took it from as I just said you think it was literally a stupid shot to take but listen it worked out for James he's a top class hurler and uh, you know gives him a 2 point lead 2-10 the 14 points and what almost 18 minutes gone he was basically on the 13 metre line pretty much standing yeah. right beside the flag on the stand side facing the Dublin road end and somehow pivoted his body around to hit it over and now Philip Connors is receiving some treatment yeah Philip Connors was just a hammer the sandwich there he's got a couple of two players coming out there like Philip has left a score and two good scores so he is and uh, you know grandson of Pack he's, this chap is a nice little hurler and uh, as I said uh, St. Burns have kind of weathered the storm to a certain degree but Ballon are not gone yet 
they are not gone it's a scrappy enough second half would you agree yeah it's kind of scrappy like you know but uh, St Mullins have been kind of quiet in, in the second half and that's down to Ballinkill and David English is blocked down brilliantly yeah. by Conor Kyo. English though wins the oh, ball back is, and he's fouled outside his own yeah, 45 John Dyle got entangled with him this will be a booking he got the hurley like around his neck it wasn't intentional like, but he was just kind of passing by him John Dyle is a big big man and he kind of got caught up in him anyway and this will be a booking so will be. what a monster day and weekend we have next weekend by the way on um, the lead in yeah, to the Camogie yep. yeah the lead into the Camogie to Kenny and Cork We'll get back to that in a second because Ballincullen are taking a free which they drop into the path here of uh, Mark Foley. Foley runs after it. It's a 65. It's a 65. A 65. Yep. Mark Foley trapped the ball and the cornerback kind of got caught running and his boot carried it out over the line. That was John Dorn, I think. Well, don't forget, next week, live coverage of the All-Ireland Camogie final. Kilkenny in action against Cork that'll be a good one it'll be live on KCLR we'll also have all the build up to that game we'll also have the uh, JJ Cavanagh and Son senior hurling final here in Carlow but will it be Bagnells Town Gales against Ballinkillen or St Mullins we will find out today either way it'll be a great encounter on Saturday night we've got the intermediate final live, live between Nave Owen Michel and Mount Leinster Rangers about to take the free is Kieran Whelan he's standing just inside the 65 at a very tight angle inches off the sideline right in front of the old press box terrace side Kieran Whelan nails it what a score that was best free of the game so far one between them 2-10 plays 15 points St Mullins lead by one 10 to go I see the girlfriend down here down here very close to me here she's very happy looking but I'm just saying that's the cracking score Ballinkill people will be very happy looking uh, happy like with that score cracking score Kevin Kyo launching it long again there's nothing too scientific about his pockets today is there he's just going long and why not when you've got a half forward line and a midfield like that to battle for it but that's you know what Ballinkill is another free Ballinkill are breaking even breaking even on those breaks in the second half aren't they and they're winning a lot of frees yeah that is another free so it is Sean Murphy was the one that was being swung around as he in fact the same ones they're making and uh, they're putting in the players that they are they're making a substitute and uh, I'm trying to see who exactly is it it is Eddie Doyle Eddie came up from the intermediate team this year and uh, not a good prospect for the senior hurling but Eddie has come in on the field to play I'm trying to see who has gone off Oh, in fact, it's, it's, uh, the cornerback has gone off. The cornerback has gone off. Uh, Carl Conley has gone off. David English taking the free from just inside his own 65, very close to the terrace. Drops it inside the square, trying to get there is Tracy. He can't get there. It's taken from the sky by John Doran. Really good defending by the cornerback. Has to drop it onto his boot and kick it away to Philip Connors, who's running back towards his own 45, balanced it on the stick, lobbed it down the line. Brilliant catch by Paddy Boland. Boland inside the 45, lets one go from an incredibly tight angle and hits That's it across wide. the face of Golan Wide. 21 and a half minutes gone in the second half. 2-10 to 15 points. St Mullins lead. Yes. Ericsson and Ronaldo by the way uh, started for Manchester United in their game against uh, Rio Vallecano Ronaldo has been subbed off for the second half though that might be of interest to Manchester United fans he looks like he's going to stay at the club or maybe they're playing him to show their clubs he's fit and therefore worth something a free given to St. Mullins Jack Cameron where the ball will land he got a bit of a late tackle this ball landed about 40 metres out to the right of the Ballinkillen goal but I would imagine, yeah, in fact, Ponder Warrior has gone up and I would imagine it's going to be for where the ball landed. 
and it's from just outside the 20 metre line to the right of the D St Mullins leading by one it should be two with eight minutes to go it's tight but it's, it's tight, unlike like the other game which was a bit more free flowing it's more of a battle it's more scrappy yeah we'd like to see huge carrot at the end of this like they know next week is his final day like and they want to appear as I said they were beaten in a few finals and they went you know St Mullins but as I said they have a proud record 27 titles to their you know to their name and uh Conor is kind of going to try to add to the tally here so St Mullins haven't won it since 2019 by their standards that's that's a relatively long wait they did have a gap of three years before recently of course they won it in 2019 the last time before that was 2016 yeah um, like yeah what you said since since this in this century like there's only a few teams have to compete and find the Ballantin were in a couple of banks and we were in a couple of and uh, you know it was St Morris and Rangers well in fact there was one final there with Michael and St Morris in the 2015 I think it was and of course they did the three in a row 2014, 2015, 2016 and before that Mount Leinster Rangers went on a wee bit of a run they won it in 11, 12, 13 and uh, St Mullins won it in 10 that's right there yeah in fact they have St Rangers won 11, 12 and 13 yeah in fact they were beaten twice by and uh, in fact that's over the bar Connor Kyo's free Kyo's just free, outside yeah. the 20 metre line makes it a two point game Connor Kyo makes it St Mullins 2-11 Ballon killing 15 points 23 and a half minutes gone in the second half yeah Connor's third score two for pace balls one from play anyway as Kieran uh, Whelan goes to carry the ball he's being bottled up bottled up on the far side right in front of the old press stand goes for the hand pass which is intercepted brilliantly here by uh, Eddie Doyle Doyle moves it down to John Doyle John Doyle inside the 65 chips it down towards the 20 metre line met by a bat and kill in hand but it was dropped by Dion Wall however it falls kindly for Michael Ryan Michael Ryan took it out of defence now it's back to Dion Wall Dion Wall running over to the far side over to the terrace trying to get away here from Jason O'Neill that's really hard to do he gives it to David English David English has to go back to Waller does he? no he keeps hold of the possession puts it onto the stick and hits it into the middle of the park where it bounces kindly for Lomax Lomax gets away from the St Mullins man Lomax running forward trying to shake off the defender it's tipped away from Lomax that was really good work from St Mullins and they have the possession and now it's Jerk Cody well he was waiting for it but it didn't come his way Sean Murphy takes it up pops a hand pass for Lomax Lomax just short at the D oh again it's lost and it's John Doran who has it John Doran loses it and Sean Murphy intercepts it Sean Murphy hits it from just outside the D and after a scrappy period of play that batting killer kept giving away the ball but kept getting it back they get a score at the end 2-11 to 16 points 6 minutes to go yeah the Jugerat was on, move, on the move there again like I just said he's a massive man when he moves like that he's 4 points from play and you know as I said there's only a point in and out almost 25 minutes gone well, it's a short turnaround for whoever gets through this. Whoever does get there, enjoy the week. Your team is in a county final. It'll be a great week. But will it be Mullins or will it be Ballinkillen? Ballinkillen desperate to get the possession, but it's Philip Connors who steals away, gets it back to Paddy Boland, who has a shot from just outside the 45 on the right. Paddy Boland. Yes. That's it's a fantastic score. Paddy. Great score from Paddy Boland, the full forward. He's now on 1 1. It's 2 12 St. Mullins, 16 points Ballinkillen, two points between them, four and a half minutes plus injury time left this game on KC Lore brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see danmorrisseyandco.com Ballinkillen launch a shot from the 65 if this oh. goes over it narrows the gap to one it does go over it's a fantastic score it was Wall. from a very tight angle Craig Wall puts it over yeah back from the in fact he's with the United Nations or with the, some of the army groups anyway like in his back so he is anyway I heard during the week he may have been back so Craig has got his score 2-12 plays 17 one between them four to go 
and half time it didn't look good for Ballon but we did say and in fairness Robbie and Shane said it back in studio they're not done yet it was a six point gap but they scored four I think without reply at yeah. the start of the second half to get back into it they did and they one before half time also so that's right that, you know they have you know, they have done really well and, and you know their tails are up and they're playing well ball breaks it's going to be won here by Jer Cody just outside the Ballonkillen 45 but he can't keep the possession it's the story of the game players getting the ball but there's so many players around them anytime anyone gets it there's so many players pouncing on you it's almost impossible to use the possession well and use it cleanly Jer Cody runs into two blue and gold jerseys drops the ball taking it up as Jack Tracy he's got no room looked to me like he was held back referee says play on I thought that should have been a free Ballonkillen lose the possession it's farm forward but it's intercepted by a blue and gold jersey on the 45 trying to get it under his spell here is Eric English Eric English gives it away to Connor Kyo Kyo up to the 20 approaching the 13 Kyo checks his run steps inside goes to Brown it's a free, it's a free Dion Wall brought him down he had no choice because if yeah. Kyo got past him he was in on goal it would have been a goal it would have been game over as it stands he'll chip over the point and it'll be a uh, two point game two rather point game than game over the, yeah well, it's, well not really because there could be a couple of minutes extra time yeah. eight, but well fine. it would have been a four point gap if they got the goal yeah, Eric English, Eric English, uh, Eric English will be discussed with himself. Like you know, he had kind of clear run, and he saw somebody in the corner of his eye to his right hand side. Went to flick the ball out, didn't realise that uh, you know Conor Kehoe was coming through to the centre. Conor capitalised on it, went to jink his man, and he was pulled down with a free. And then Conor Kehoe will score this. Mead 1-9 Kerry 1-7 Mead 2-9 Kerry 1-7 a later score Conor Kyo taps it over it's a two point game 19 plays 17 when you make the conversion almost two minutes left or just over two minutes left plus injury time 2-13 St Mullins 17 points batting killing yeah that's, that's four for Conor three for place balls one from play like you know he's said he's having a great game but batting killing are not beaten yet trying to poke it forward here That's is Giron Williams goes to ground can he find Craig Wall Craig Wall over the 20 over the 13 bearing in a goal he goes for goal That's a goal Well, Craig Wall tries to stop battles. He's really just started one here. He's ignited conflict. Jack Kavanagh goes for the equaliser. Jack Kavanagh. That's gets a the beauty. Equalizer. That's a beauty from Jack. If you're listening, Marty Beyond, the brother has come up with a beaut. 117 Ballon Killen, 214 St Mullins. The ball fell to Kavanagh outside the 45 at a tight enough angle on the right into the sugar or into the Dublin Road end. He glided it over. Last minute of the game last minute of the game we have injury time to come not sure how much we'll have for injury time but it's all square it's all square like you know in fact a very very good second half I said Ballon Killen kind of took the game to from the throw in in the second half like St Mullins were dominant for maybe from the 20th to the 30th minute of the first half but Ballon Killen you know they kind of reorganised themselves a uh, huge few big scores after half time and uh, you know they got into it Kieran Wheelers after having four from playing spots in the second half Jack Tracy had one Sean Murphy had a yep. couple I'm just saying like this Ballon Killen team there's a lot of passion in this team there's a lot of work in this team we didn't get to describe that Craig Wall score in detail because so much happened even afterwards the puck out was taken very quickly yeah. because obviously um, in fairness to Mark Kyo, Kevin Kyo, he realised that um, Ballon Killen weren't set right so he just went quick and they worked the score yeah. but Craig Wall got it on the left hand side as we look from the uh, main stand Dan 
boxed in off the wing got inside the 13 he was still at a tight angle still and had still had defenders around still him still had a lot to do so he had yeah yeah but he blasted it across the face of goal and it went in to the side of the goal if that makes sense yeah. a bit like our old Hegarty in the All-Ireland final not as difficult not as tight an angle but still as big maybe a goal if you're from Ballinkillen yeah, his hand was held Jack Cameron's hand was held and he said and the ref said he's after throwing the ball well, it looked like Kavanagh received a high ball between the 65s. Yeah. It what? looked like his hand was held, but he did throw the ball. But it, it, it did look like before that his hand was held. It was being pulled. Yeah. It was being yeah. pulled. Like, but it's know, a free to ball and kill it. Yeah, it's a free to ball and kill it. Like, you know, as I said, that I honestly thought Jack was being pulled with one arm. And uh, I kind of thought it was the same one as free. But so all square, 39 seconds into injury time. Me, they're pulling away from Kerry in the ladies' many, football. How many minutes? Three nine to one seven. We'll have, uh, is it six minutes? Six minutes of injury time. So loads of time six left. Minutes. This doesn't end the game, no matter what happens here. Kieran Whelan this has a free, a, which he hopes will go over and put his team one pr- point up. He's standing just free. under the shadow of the stand. He's that just outside the beauty. 65. What a free that is! That for is Kieran a beauty. Whelan. And they're one point ahead. 118 Ballinkillen, 214 St. Mullins. And we've got five minutes of injury time left because six minutes have been allotted. Yeah, eight points for Kieran, all from play spots. But like he, he, he's, you know, he's dead eye dick today. He's doing really, really well. And uh, St. Mullins are on the attack. They are on the attack. They have it on the far side with Oshin Ryan. The line ball. The line ball. Oshin Ryan ran out of room. Yeah, Oshin Ryan has been introduced. Me, Halls and Helen's young lad. And uh, it's a free as a sideline cut to the Ballinkillen lads. Remember, these games are finished on the day. So today, yeah, it will end, no matter ca- what happens. One cabinet takes and it's gone out over the line again on the far side. So it is Oshin. So it's a line ball to St Mullins between the 65 and the 45 inside the territory of Ballinkillen. Actually, it's a bit further up than that because it went out way well, before it actually know, yeah, landed. It must have had, like, because it's back on the 21-metre yeah, line. Yeah. Or just outside the 21-metre line. St Mullins with four minutes of injury time left. Have a line ball just outside the Ballinkillen 20-metre line Jack on the terrace side. Jack Cavanagh is winding up. Beauty. Jack Cavanagh gets air on that, but it goes across the face of goal. Paddy Boland is trying to get there. He does keep it in play. He pokes it back towards the 13-metre line. Can he get the ball in hand? He squirts it up into the air, taking a pull off. But there is Michael Ryan. It was one hand and he didn't get it cleanly but Ballinkillen have the possession they run it up to the 20 metre line they're putting in the tackles are St Mullins trying desperately to stop Ballinkillen from getting out brave block by James Doyle Brave comes back towards Kevin Kavanagh Kevin Kavanagh won it back but then St Mullins won it back they tried a shot which was blocked down the ball is inside the 45 of Ballinkillen they're trying to get it in hand and calm things down Own Kavanagh slots it back to a man who is waiting on it he runs up towards the 45 good play by Sean Brennan Sean Brennan gave it to Kevin Kavanagh Kavanagh farms it long it's two on three in favour of St Mullins back there and they have won the possession it's James Doran but Ballinkillen do their best to make it stick the ball is on the ground they're somehow getting it up towards the 45 it was almost like a, a mole in rugby St Mullins get it up towards the 45 the ball is dropped and it's a one handed stick pass outside the 45 getting it onto the stick is Jack Kavanagh he's between the 65s surrounded by three blue and gold jerseys hand pass it into the path of Eddie Doyle Eddie Doyle goes outside to John Doyle Doyle has to pick it up off the ground with the stick Doyle with a shot just outside the 20 standing basically on the sideline Doyle has got the equaliser what a score that was from John Doyle we've got three minutes of injury time left and it's 2.15 St Mullins Ballin killing 1.18 that is absolutely a score and a half John Doyle had a lot to do where he was very very near the corner flag uh, you know, as I said, that was an absolute cracking score in their hopper all level. Will we have a winner in normal time or are we going to extra time? A great puck out is Jer stolen Cody. by Ger Cody. Well, I thought it's a balling killer man had taken, but Cody won it, gave it to Philip Connors, who's on the opposition 65. That's why. Philip Connors That's hits it wide. It remains level with That's two wide. minutes and ten seconds of injury time left. 
That is nine wides for St Mullins and it's uh, s- uh, seven wides for seven wides uh, for Van Kill. Nine minutes to go on the ladies football. Me three nine Kerry one seven. We know who's going to win that. We have no idea who's going to win this and whether or not that win will come in normal time. We're in injury time at the moment. David English has it. He's inside the sixty-five. David, David English hits it down the line. He was looking inside for Mark Foley. Mark Foley is desperate to try and get it into his hand if he possibly can. He's just outside the St Mullins D. Paul O'Dwyer gives a free out to St Mullins just to the left of the D as they look down the park. I thought it would have been a throw-in. There was a bit of a scrum there. There was four fire players on it, but Paul said it's a free out and Paul Dyle is the one that's calling out Kevin Quixote to take that free from. It was one of those scrambles, meters. wasn't it, so where it could nearly go either way. Could go either way. I probably thought he would have been a throw-in, but listen, Kevin Quixote and Garda Sheehan will try to send this down into the opposite territory. Kevin Keo just outside the D on the left hand side he gives it plenty it's going to drop in around the 20 metre line was it oh, cut in the air by John Doyle John, it is John Doyle makes his way forward he's dragged down it's a free That's a free. Mullins yeah there's about a minute and 10 seconds minute and 5 seconds to go that is a vital free for St Mullins and this is Conor Keo territory and it's just a matter of this is a simple free for Conor by his standards well it's one of those where you had to do it from the bat and killing point of view because again had he got forward there he was in on goal and he probably would have gone for goal yeah. and that more than likely would have been yeah, game David over. English David English is disputed like he can talk until the cows come home the free has been given and uh, Conor Kehoe will take this last minute of injury time St Mullins have a free inside the Ballinkillen D just to the right they will tap this one over through Conor Kehoe and now they lead by one can they hang on with 50 seconds of injury time left six minutes were allotted we've got 35-15 on the clock to our left hand side we might have a few more seconds due to stoppages in injury time Sean Murphy wins it between the 65s tries to bar through three St Mullins players he runs ball. out over the ball. line and it's a line ball to St Mullins just inside their own 65 it's a line ball yeah he was, he was bundled out over the line Michael Walsh is probably the one that may have kind of got his shoulder to him but Sean's a bit frustrated anyway and uh, line ball is going to be given and uh, he's just kind of talking to Sean Murphy there something he was lying on his hurley well, Gavin Nolan, the manager. It's a, oh, it's, it's a, a red, red card, card for, for Sean, Sean Murphy. Murphy. It's a red card for Sean Murphy. It's a red card for Sean Murphy. The 36 minutes are up. I think we'll have another minute or so, though, Terence. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, like, you know, but I'm just saying Sean has, has, has seen red and uh, it's a disappointing end for Sean. Well, the nature of hurling is that you can take a shot from pretty much anywhere from your own 45 up. And it's only a one-point game, so it's not done for Ballinkillen. And if we go to extra time, they'll obviously be able to bring it back to 15 men, but they won't be yeah. able to bring back Sean Murphy, and that would be a huge loss. Yeah, well, the clock is there being a send me at the present time, as I said. You know, as I said, the clock is really against them, and Jack Cavanaugh won't hurry up this line behind. But the referee's just tapped on his on his, on his watch there like I'm yep. watching. You know, at that time, is, you know, you're not fooling me. You sound like Top, top Gun's Maverick. But anyway, Jack Time is your ready. biggest enemy on this mission. Jack Cavanagh hits it down the line, fell into the hand of a St. Mullins John man, but Dyer, he couldn't get it back John. up. He does get it now. John Doyle inside. Another score surely guarantees the victory. Paddy Boland. That's wide. That's it's wide. Out over the line. It's a line ball. It's a, a line ball to say to Ballinkillen just inside the line road 45. Right. Yep. Well, as I was saying earlier on, Tom Cruise in the recent uh, Top Gun Maverick movie, Time is your biggest enemy. Time is the enemy for Ballinkillen here. We've seven minutes of injury time played, six were allowed. There has been stoppages in injury time will they be able to get one shot off that's all it might take to bring this to extra time Eric English gives that one plenty it drops in between the 65 and the 45 the break is won by Jack Cavanagh he's pounced upon by blue and gold jerseys he it's kicks it forward it was the final kick of the game and St Mullins march on to the county final just about to St 
16 Sid Mullins, 118 Ballinkillen. I'll turn anyway. off the crowd mic there. <laughs> <laughs> anyone listen, they're excited. Like, Ballinkillen are so disappointed. Like, but in the end, the last couple of minutes, as I said, that, uh, Jack Cavanagh had a massive last 15 minutes. He got a lot of clever ball. Like, you know, he didn't lose the head. He has been on a yellow card. But I'm just saying that I think they probably deserve to get through just about. Like, but Ballinkillen gave a very spirited second half performance. Six points down at half time. Come back to lead the game, but got cut in the end. It's heartbreaking for Ballinkillen because. They were a reflection of their manager today, Owen Larkin, incredibly hard working and never gave up. How does it score in the end? It's gone up the scoreboard already. Not too, what it, it was a one point game in the end. <laughs> one point game in the end. But anyway, I know it was two seven to seven points at half time and it's gone off the scoreboard there now. Yep. Uh, so Ballin Killen are out St Mullins march on did they deserve it? yeah listen I think just about just about to deserve it like you have to give Ballin Killen great credit like you know as I said they have livened up the championship as I said they were very very good against St Mullins the last day like St Mullins have found Ballin Killen as kind of a bogey team for a while and uh, you said you know I said next Sunday now we have the showdown with St Mullins and Ballin Sound OK, reaction to come from this game. 216 to 118, the final score. Goals win matches, that proved to be the case. Ballinkillen could only get the one, but what a one it was from Craig Doyle. Two first-half goals for St Mullins from uh, Paddy Boland and John Doyle. Really is the difference in the end, isn't it? Well, it is. Like, you know, I said, John Doyle is a new kid on the block this year. He's a big chap. He cuts a few vital balls. Big, 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 strong chap. Like, you know, as I said, young Conicky Hall played very well also. As I said, it's, it's, you know, they're a young team. Well, they have, they're introducing a few young players every, every year. Like, you know, James Doyle was back and I said, Paddy Bowling got one, one. Conicky Hall got five points. Philip O'Connor's got a couple. Jason Neal got a couple. John Doyle got a vital goal and a vital point. And I'm just saying, this is one of those scores. In fact, John Doyle got one, too. So, you know, as I said, same one, just about deserved, just about deserved, and just about it now, you know. Okay. Had, we, had we gone to extra time, you know, people wouldn't complain either. No, you would have loved to have seen these two teams go at it even longer and even more. St Mullins against Bagnells Town Gales in the county final next Sunday. It will be live on KCLR on Saturday night. It's the intermediate decider between Navo and Michael and Mount Leinster Rangers. It's a huge day. Uh, next Sunday obviously because we've got the Camogie final as well the All-Ireland Camogie final Kilkenny take you on Cork we're going to go off and get some reaction from the St Mullins camp and maybe and hopefully the Ballinkinnon camp as well although it's very difficult to talk after such a heartbreaking defeat but you know what you can be heartbroken and proud and I think that's what Ballinkillen should be tonight they gave it absolutely everything but just fell a little bit short St Mullins go to the county final where they will try and regain the title that they last won in 2019 and you know what they're well prepared for that final after a close battle both games were close battles both games were intriguing Bagnells Town and St Mullins get through them they'll meet next Sunday Terence thank you for joining us thanks to uh, Ger Doyle the County Piro for helping us out today reaction to this game to come before we go hopefully at 6 o'clock here on Casey Law and the lads will update you on everything that's happening in uh, Kilkenny in the hurling there as well of course Glenn Moore getting that win over James Stevens earlier on we'll put a bit of meat on the bones of that result as we will the Shamrocks Clara game Clara getting the win there there was also junior and intermediate action going on but we'll wrap it up from a sunny uh, Dr. Colin Park Netwatch Colin Park uh, thanks as well to our sponsors uh, for today Dan Morrissey uh, and uh, co uh, um, Dan Morrissey and uh, co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam seat Dan Morrissey and co.com I promise I'll have that line learned out off by next week there you are uh, just like Brendan Hennessy does right there you are, Ocean, that's the job a concrete sponsor and a solid finish from St Mullins has got them through they'll meet Bagnellstown next Sunday what a week it's going to be around the two clubs and I hope all the fans and the people involved enjoy it for Ballin Killen and Mount Leinster Rangers you can be proud of your efforts but ultimately the day 
has ended in disappointment for you of course Mount Leinster Rangers still have that uh, intermediate final to come so it's not a total loss for them that's it from us in a sunny uh, Netwatch Cullen Park uh, we'll be back for the final next week thank you very much KCLR Live Sport The JJ Cavanagh Sons Carlo Senior Hurling Championship Semi-Finals Ballon versus Mount Leinster Rangers with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see danmorrisseyandco.com